And we are back. Today we have Coach Mary and Coach Morgan. Alongside we have our very own Kaylee Bryce. But first, in case you are new to us, we are The Habit Team. The Habit is a nutrition coaching company made for women by women. Our program is built for you with coaches who put your goals, lifestyle, and personality first. If you want to learn more about us, head to the episode notes or go to thehabit.com, and that is habit with a Y, to request more information. Today, we are so happy that we have Kaylee here. We have been, Kaylee and I have been working together for about four months now, and you were just an absolute blast to work with. I absolutely love you. I first found you on TikTok, of course, because you are TikTok famous, whether you want to admit it or not. And I just truly felt like you were a bright light on the app. Um, you reminded me so much of my daughter. Y'all really aren't too much in a part in age. She's just she's about to turn 18. And I always just thought, oh my gosh, I want my daughter to have a friend like her. <laughs> I feel like you would be like the best of friend for her. And I just loved you. And so and then you started your like fitness journey. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need to reach out to her. I want to coach her so badly. And so I did. And you responded almost like right away. And you were like, yes. Yes. <laughs> you're like, so, you're like, yes, sign me well, up. I need I'm here. This. Yes. And so I really wanted to just kind of start this podcast off with you just telling us a little bit about yourself, maybe something we don't know about you. What um like what are you doing these days? What's going on? Mm-hmm. No, that's a loaded <laughs> question. Well, I'm Kaylee and I normally that comes with I'm Kaylee and I'm Beth Ann because I have a twin yeah. sister. So I feel uh-huh. like we're always together. There's not many things that we do apart. But um yes, I'm 22. I just graduated from the University of Georgia with a degree in public relations and a minor in human development and family sciences. And I still don't know what either one of those things mean. But <laughs> it was so fun getting here and I was so happy to graduate. Everybody told me that I was going to regret that and I just didn't need to wish the days away but I'm a happy I'm happy as a lark like I'm happy Mm. and I am just doing social media full-time and Mm. hanging out with Miss Beth Ann and we get to travel together and I couldn't wish for anything better oh my gosh that is so much fun so I don't know if you know this but my husband's a twin and so did I tell you that ever I don't know I don't think so are they like okay Brothers? identical twins yeah so they're oh. brothers identical twins and i actually knew his brother first and so everybody's always did like you think he was so cute <laughs> if you knew his brother first like did you think he was cute too and so i was like actually no like it's so weird because i was very much attracted to my husband's personality they're so different yeah it's like they look exactly the same but they're so different my husband is like mix or fix it like he's so hands-on and his brother is completely opposite like he there's just different but he my his brother was totally into my friend and so like they were dating so she would yeah. tag, i would be like their third wheel she wasn't really that into him. maybe this is too much for the podcast but anyway no, she would like make it's me go never she, too much she would it's make never me go much. along and be like you have to come with me i can't go on a date alone with him <laughs> so she really, that is totally how we've I always got, been yeah, funny yeah it's so yeah it was just that's so funny so i, I love y'all's relationship it reminds me a lot of my husband and his brother because they're so close. Yes. And so y'all are so cute. Um, but We're I'm so just, thankful. I'm also a huge fan, Kaylee. I After Mary like <laughs> had said that she was going to coach you. Um, so, of course, we all like all the coaches went and looked um, looked you up on TikTok and everything. And 
Um, and that's like whenever I started to actually watch TikToks, uh-huh. I really didn't care about TikTok, just on Instagram. And then um, followed you and Bethany, and I was like, they are hilarious. <laughs> I love them. And so then whenever we were going through our podcast um, schedule and scripts and stuff, I was like, can Mary, can I be on that one? She was yeah. so embarrassed. She was like, I, I want to so, meet Kaylee. Uh, Mary, like, because I was like, no. I was like, I think I'm just going to do it alone. She's like, well, like, can I be on it? Can I be on it? It's like, so yeah. encouraging. Like, you don't even know. Because we, you know, people say, like, thank you so much. Like, you're just, you're so encouraged. You brighten my day. But I'm like, everybody, like, that is what fuels us. Because it's mm-hmm. like, we are talking to people who get us. Like, we're so <laughs> weird. I mean, we yeah. know we're weird. We're crazy. But then it's like, all of our followers, which is just like our friends. I mean, we talk back and forth. It's like, I love it. Because mm-hmm. if they get us, then they're probably a lot like us. And we would be friends mm-hmm. in real life. Um so we love yeah. actually meeting people in person because we're like, hey, like you're not just on the screen. Yes. <laughs> I know. Yes. I know. It really does put like, uh, it makes you feel like you're actually doing something. Because when you're talking to your phone, you're like, oh, I'm just talking to a phone. But when you actually see it, you're like, okay, right. like I actually am. People are watching me. Yes, it's not just I like love pretend. It. Yeah, I love that. So I don't know how many times we like, we have Slack and we were like, oh my gosh, they are so funny. Did you just see what they just was uh-huh. like? The mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, thank so you. We love it. Um, but I would love to just kind of like pivot from there and just talk a little bit about your health journey, because obviously I'm your macro coach and I know you on that level. Um, and so I kind of wanted to just let everybody else in on your health journey now and how it's evolved from your like high school years and to your college days, um, where you were at then and kind of where you're at now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was, I have a, so I have my twin sister, then I have my brother, and we all grew up playing sports. And me and my sister played basketball in the winter and we played softball the rest of the years and the rest of the part of the year. Um, and it was always like, I never even thought about food. I always tell people, I'm like, I didn't have any restrictions as a kid. And I think I saw that just we've babysat all our lives at this point. And, you know, parents will even know like what one snack, you know, every three hours or they can't have a Coke or they can't fit. And like, honestly, my parents just never told us no when it came to that. Um, Probably should have because like me and Bethann could clear a family size bag of potato chips. We sure could. And we sure did. But I am glad that I like wasn't thinking about food so young um because then I also like have families where like I hate that you know a six-year-old is already thinking like no I I don't know like mom said that won't that won't be good for you know x amount of reasons but anyway so I was didn't have any restrictions well then like eighth grade came and I think I just I had like baby fat you know I'm like growing into a woman but I'm definitely not there yet and so I started running and part of it was like the competitiveness like I loved how many miles can I run a day I loved how I felt I was still playing sports but it was just something extra and like totally on my own like I wasn't being coached for it but then I was like getting skinnier because I was running so much and then I was just like I guess food just fell into that as well. I literally like would not eat sweet. I really wouldn't eat. Like I, my mom would make brownies and I would sniff the brownies. Like I should make Mexican and I wouldn't eat tortilla chips. It was just stuff that they never told me. Like I never, no one ever said that was bad. I don't know. I think maybe just like seeing social media or whatever. I just did that on my own. And of course in the time I didn't think that it was 
like a disorder. But I probably like went through a little bit of a time where it's just like did not have a secure relationship with food. Um, but that went away. Like I couldn't even tell you. That was probably like a year, eighth grade to like ninth grade. And then um, that kind of faded. Like I was still playing sports. But another thing that comes with that is, you know, you win games or you're just playing a tournament on the weekend. So you're eating the concession stand. You're going out to eat and it's always like a treat. You're always mm-hmm. having like cupcakes after a game or whatever. So that's another thing I didn't really think about. And then it was like, when I was done playing sports and I had to take fitness into my own hands and think about what I was eating on my own, that took a little bit of time. I mm-hmm. didn't I didn't believe in freshman 15. I like saw it. Like I saw other people. I was like, oh my gosh, like what a shame. Like I'm definitely not going to so, let so- that happen. You guys, it was like freshman 50, 5-0. Probably not really, but like freshman 30. And, you know, and so like, get to college and just stay up late. It was also, I graduated high school in 2019. So that year and into the next was COVID. Well, we're inside Mm -hmm. all the time. Like I just, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, School was online. So I was staying up so late. We would go out and then I'd eat after we go out. And then I just, oh my gosh, all that happened so fast. Um, So I really... And then I think at that point, like first couple years of college, I would think about calories in versus calories out. But macros was definitely nothing I ever thought about. Like carbs were bad. That's literally what I thought. Like carbs were bad. Fats, I didn't even consider. And then protein, like, I don't know. I just knew that people who worked out would drink a protein shake. Like I literally didn't know, y'all. So until I started 75 hard the beginning of this year and I was just like, like something has to get. I can't keep doing these crash diets and like crash, you know, things that are not a lifestyle. And I've just, I've learned so much with Mary and she's been so encouraging. And like all these times that I beat myself up about something that I eat, she's like, no, I, that'll probably come later in the <laughs> podcast. I'm going to go on a ramble. But anyways, <laughs> I've definitely evolved a lot in the past like mm-hmm. eight years with all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and I can see that even with like our time together, because I remember when you first you were like, oh, yeah, I'm eating. I think it was like 160 grams of protein. And I was like, what did I tell you? I said, Kaylee, that's too much. I said, you definitely don't need that much protein. You're like, oh, well, I always thought it had to be like one gram per pound. I said, well, sometimes, yes, but 160 is a lot. And so I was like, no. And so I think like you have really evolved in a lot of things over the last like four months um but how would you say that you're like over time like obviously you can see yourself from you've kind of talked about it like you have seen yourself at a young age and now would you say that you have a much more healthy relationship with food like how do you view like how do you handle going out do you fear going out like to eat and obviously we see you go out but at a time did you ever fear like okay like I have to get just a salad all the time or like how has it evolved through your college like from freshman to now Mm -hmm. I think that like at first um you know if we're going to like a sports bar or whatever I'm like oh like all they have is chicken wings and fries like oh I don't want to feel like crap like oh but I've learned that there are no bad foods and like you hear I heard all the time like oh everything's okay in moderation and moderation but I mean, it's true. Like a Friday night where I choose to get 
chicken wings and french fries is not going to deplete the months of progress that I've made. But also, I think like knowing, okay, if I'm really going to feel bad if I eat this, like I'm just going to eat something that I have at home or whatever and then come out for drinks or whatever and just find that balance because I'm okay with that because I got to the point where I just like I didn't feel good. Like I I don't feel good when I don't get enough sleep. I don't feel good if I'm just eating foods that I know, you know, a lot of grease or whatever it is. Like, and everybody's different. I have friends who they don't even think about calories. Then I have some that are like, I can't eat tomorrow. Like, we have to be skinny for the weekend. And then they just don't eat. And I'm like, oh my gosh, guys, like that's so much worse. So I've just learned, I guess, what makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So Kaylee, um, I'm sure learning how to be more independent while in college came with its ups and downs as far as your health and nutrition goes. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about like what that looked like for you? And if you want to, I know you've talked about the nutrition part quite a bit, but um, maybe more the fitness, like what your um, kind of workouts, exercise, movement just looked like from maybe freshman yeah. year to now. Well, Orange Theory, I started like beginning of college and that was great. That's a lot of cardio. And I realized that made me so hungry, like especially if I started my day with that. I don't know, I was so hungry the rest of the day and I wasn't eating. I like didn't have food prepared. That's a big thing that I've really learned is like I'm going to be in a bad mood if I don't have something to eat. Like I can't. I'm also during college, I was um just so on the go like I'd class in the morning and then I picked up kids in the afternoon and then I did my workout in the evening or what or did my workout in the morning whatever it was but I just like had a full day until 6 p.m and so if I didn't like have a snack with me in the car or plan for okay I'm going to go through the Chick-fil-A drive-thru and get these grilled nuggets like I was just in a dither um so I've definitely prioritized planning um also just like it can feel good like you think you're doing a good thing going to the grocery store and buying a bag of spinach and you're buying a whole bag of grapes and you're buying every fruit and vegetable and okay we're set but like if there's no plan like if there's no method to the madness and like you just have all this stuff and then like well what am I going to cook oh I don't even want that now it's all ruined now I bought all this healthy stuff that is more expensive um and it's ruined so just like again having a plan I feel like me and my sister all the time are like, okay, well, what are we having for dinner? What are we having for breakfast? And it's probably like, why are y'all planning all this? Because because I need to. Because I'm not mm -hmm. going to be successful if I don't. I'm not going to be in a good mood. I'm not <laughs> yes. going to energy to do my workout. Like, it's just true. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yes. Amen. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I I am all for making sure. You, it, not necessarily how you don't necessarily have to meal prep. Not everybody likes to eat the same thing, but at least like meal prep ingredients that you can like make something different with. So whether that's like cutting up your vegetables, cutting up your fruit, making sure it's like packaged or you have at least like two forms of protein, whether that's like lean ground beef and chicken, you could literally make anything from those two things and you have at least the ingredients and you can make something and you're prepared that is so key, especially when you're in a calorie deficit. Um, it's so key to have something because otherwise you're going to go for the easy option. And the easy option is going through the Chick-fil-A chicken nugget line or whatever. And not that that's bad for you, but it's like it can happen more times than not um, or you're just going to like fall off. So if you have something at home, it's easier to be like, no, like I have this at home. It's ready. I can just throw something together. So and like looking back, what are some things that you wish you knew uh, going into college that would have helped you like navigate 
like going to college and how to like shop for food. I know that that's something that was so new to me when I moved out for the first time. I would just go and I'd be like, I would have all of these things, but it's like, but nothing like fit together. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. like snacks. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, how do you, how do you grocery shop? That's, that was so hard for me. Did you have that same experience? Um, I wish that I knew about macros because I think about like, I can literally rattle off staple meals or just things that we made all the time. Y'all, we would go get the, um, Calabas, I don't even know, Hillshire Farms, like the sausage, whatever, in a ring. And we're like, sausage, and then we do like Mexican rice, like rice roni, Mexican rice, put a canned tomato and chilies in there, boom, dinner. Like, now I'm thinking about it. Like, oh my gosh, like the amount of fat in that meal, whatever. But I'm like, okay, well, I could have just substituted like turkey sausage or whatever. Um, That is definitely like such a comfort meal. It's so good. But we would like order Papa John's all the time. And I'm like, oh, you know, this has like carb, fat, and a little protein with the pepperoni. Like, no, Kaylee, no. Um, So, yeah, definitely just wish that I would have known more about macros. And then also kind of what like I see all the time is punishing yourself for a night out or a meal out or whatever. Like, I would just think that, okay, well, then I just can't eat tomorrow. I just like can't eat a lot or I need to go work out for three hours. And honestly, I would just feel worse. Like if you're working out for three hours, you're going to be completely depleted. I'm like saying things that y'all already know, but you're just going to be completely depleted of energy. You're not going to be happy because you're still going to be pissed at yourself or whatever you did the day before. And then, you know, if you're not eating enough, then you're just going to be in a bad mood. It's like mm-hmm. you don't have to it's punish your cycle. Yeah. It's a cycle. Yes. It's such a cycle. Um, and yes. So I think I would, I wish I would have known those two things more about macros and just like, don't beat myself up. Yeah. Well, if it makes you feel better, you're definitely ahead of the game than most people because, um, you know, you're talking about your college experience with nutrition, fitness, all of this. It takes me back to whenever I was in college and I'm like, God, I didn't know anything. It's wild. And I wish I would know the ma- macros too, like you said. Um, but you've, you've already got this foundation, which is really awesome. And now, you know, you've got it for the rest of your life, which is really cool. Um, and it's hard for a lot of people to understand that a lot of women are, you know, in their thirties, forties learning this stuff. So it's pretty cool that you're in your early twenties. Oh, 20s. I'm so thankful y'all. Yeah, like I'm so thankful. Yeah. People have asked like after it. 75 hard, how y'all kept the weight off? I'm like, oh, babe, we've gained about five, but also like. Like, I would still go get that margarita on a Friday night, but I wake up or, like, go to bed the night before, and I've already kind of planned for that day. So, like, that's going to be a big chunk of carbs or whatever. That's what I'm going to put that toward that day. Um, And then I just really don't feel bad. So, you know. Yeah. And and plus, Mm -hmm. when we first started, you were working out really hard. And that's not something. That's not something that you typically do. And so obviously the natural outcome to not working out two days, like two times a day, doing all of that exercise, all of those steps is, yeah, you're going to see some weight gain. And I think that's hard for some people when they do such a big, strong challenge like that is they're going to expect like, oh, hey, when I finish this and maybe I go back to doing the things I was doing before that you're going to keep that weight off. And more often than not, you're not going to, and you might see a little bit of weight gain there. Um, But the important thing with macros is that if you're doing the macros, that can stay forever. It's not something that you're doing just for 75 days. It's something forever. And yes, maybe in your weight ebbs and flows all the time. You're never going to be your leanest self 
365 days a year. It's just not going to happen. We're women. We have hormones. We have periods. We have babies. Like all of these things like happen to our bodies. Um, and right now you're going through reverse dieting into maintenance. And so that's like a whole other thing and a whole other ball game of like, yes, you might see a little bit of weight gain. One, because you're eating more food, you have more food volume in your body. So you might see a little bit more And then maybe if you're working out and you're seeing some muscle gain there, like that weighs something. Um, And so there's a little bit of weight gain there too. And so uh, I think that's, it's something to remember when you're doing challenges like that to just have expectations and realistic ones, like this leanest self that I'm at right now, uh, when I finish this challenge might not stay, but at least it's given you this discipline and you have like had the discipline to do it and that should carry forward and I think that's yeah. what that challenge is all about isn't it like just yes, preparing yourself through like, discipline men- yeah mental strength as well which totally because you know I was at the point where I was ready to do it so it didn't bother me to not go out every weekend and I mean it was literally three months like come on but and not even a full three months um or not to go, you know, if we're going to the movies, like, I'm not going to drink a real Coke or I'm just not going to get the candy that, you know, I want to get, whatever. Um, but one thing, I was scared, ending 75 hard. I, like, ended it even a, a little bit early to go on that cruise. It was my spring break. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to, like, I'm going on the cruise. Lo- had a great time. I was scared to see weight gain, but at the same time, like, I was so exhausted And that just came with everything that I was doing. I mean, it's my last semester of college and, you know, doing social media full time and working, babysitting part time and whatever. I I was ready to be done with that. I was tired. I literally I posted a TikTok. I mean, I was crying because I went through Chick-fil-A and they accidentally gave me fried nuggets. This was like my last day of 75 hard. I was really like day 69. Like I wasn't there yet. But anyway, they gave me fried nuggets and I just sat there in the parking lot and I was like, I was like, these are so good. Like, that was one of our things. We didn't eat fried food or whatever. And um, so I do realize that was like extreme. I'm thankful that I did it. But I know like I don't have to do that to get where I want to go. Because I also had broke my finger. That was the whole thing, you know. In October, I didn't have surgery till December. Started 75 hard in January. I was really just doing cardio because I couldn't lift weights with my finger. Now... I'm at the point where I do, I want to get stronger. I want to build muscle. So I'm like accepting that that may come with a different number on the scale. <laughs> you know, love that. Okay. I have kind of a fun question. Um, so what is your favorite macro friendly treat? And then what's your favorite like decadent macros don't really matter. We don't care. Treat. Yes. Um, this is not necessarily a treat. Um, kind of. I love like those Oikos yogurts and the Dano's light fit yogurts. They're so good. And I eat, I eat so many of them, like one or two a day because I, they taste good and they're filling and I'll put like chocolate granola in there Mm -hmm. or simple meals, chocolate chip cookies, little sprinkles. So good. Yeah. So good. Um, Then I also found, and it took me a while to find a flavor that I loved, but the Halo top mocha chip, that's yes. good. Like, there's still, you know, some fat and carbs or whatever. But if you're just, oh, like, yeah. eating a serving size, also some protein, love it. Right. If I am absolutely not worried about it, I'm going to go to our local custard place and get a big fat. Either, like, 
cup with waffle cone pieces in it or like ice cream and a waffle cone specifically chocolate moose tracks or chocolate <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. like something with chocolate mm-hmm. gotta have some chocolate yeah that's yeah. Yeah. delicious honestly now mm-hmm. i want ice cream uh, <laughs> okay and then you know you started off the program in a deficit and now you've transitioned um, kind of into a reverse diet or a maintenance phase. Not sure exactly where you're at in your journey. Um, but how has that experience been so far for you? Really good, honestly. I definitely had weeks where I was seeing like I would my average would even be like 100 calories more or 100 calories less at different points than what I was like aiming toward. But Mary set me up to like gradually increase those calories that it was it was okay. I would just try to pre-log my food and kind of see like what fits where, especially if I knew like what my day looked like. If I was babysitting for X number of hours and they probably didn't have food for me, if they just kind of had pantry snacks, I would need to bring my own. Okay, let me prepare for that. If I'm going out to dinner with friends and um, we love this sushi spot in Athens. That's where we'll go. Well, a lot of the foods I eat there, I know, are like high in fat. So then I'll accommodate for that at the beginning of the day. And, you know, when I was in a deficit, I realized now, like, I was really eating, like, such... My numbers were so low compared to what they are now, I guess, um, from, like, 1,600 calories to even 1,800. But I, either way, like, I was never starving, even when I was eating 1,600. I think, like, Mary emphasized... um like high volume foods. And so I would focus on that or high volume meals. And, and so that helps just like with me staying full, but it's been pretty seamless and I feel good. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. You've really caught on like really easily. And I think, cause you were already kind of sort of doing it anyway, when we first started, like you kind of had like, you weren't like super, but you were, I think you were already tracking at that point. Um, a little bit. So I think it's just been like a seamless, but I think like this reverse phase is so, it's just such a, like, it's a weird phase, like, and continue to increase food, but it's also really nice. Like, cause you're like, okay, well now I have more food to work with and that's like the best. So when you can like be at maintenance and staying there for a period of time and you can see a lot of magic in this phase, I think like people underestimate the power of maintenance. If you really put it to use and you're putting those calories to use and you're getting like even just an hour workout and it's like a really good workout like you're putting in like that work you're gonna see some benefits from there um from from eating that food so mm-hmm. um this is an exciting time for you yes uh, <laughs> so we can eat girl <laughs> it's amazing i know i love <sighs> it and so like i would love to just kind of end this with what's some advice like if you were looking at your younger self or at like a younger sister or whoever um or like one of your followers and um they were just starting out on their health and fitness journeys um what is something that you would give them what's some advice that you would tell them um as they're starting out Mm -hmm. um definitely take it one day at a time even I get so overwhelmed. I look at social media or whatever, somebody else at the beach. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I just want to look like that. Like, why don't I already look like that? Why can't I look like that? But then I look back and I am getting memories from a year ago pop up my Snapchat. I'm like, oh, like I can't believe I looked like that. Like, look how much progress I've made since then. And, you know, comparison is the thief of joy. And it truly is. And this is super 
relevant actually right now. I went shopping this week and I hated every single thing I put on. And it wasn't even that everything was too tight. It was some things just were big and then it just looked frumpy. Like I just, oh, I hated it. And I was with my friends and we, um, you know, we cried. But I was telling my friend, I'm like, you literally look so good. Like I'm serious. And she's like, Kaylee, you do. And I'm like, what? Like, what if we spoke to ourselves? We hear this all the time, but like how we would talk to somebody else. And then the rest of the night we went to say something like, oh, I just wish. And then we'd shut up and we'd sit there. We'd smile at each other. And we'd be like, yep, don't say it. Don't say it. Like only it just it isn't going to do you any good to speak these destructive thoughts to yourself. Um, So definitely that. And another note just about like nothing you know one bad meal isn't going to ruin a ton of progress that you've made um and you know if you have a drink or you go to the movies and you eat the candy like eating clean or whatever the next day isn't starting over like you're just continuing like you're just keeping on keeping on like nothing is oh my gosh I ruined it oh my gosh I have to start over you don't it's all a part of the journey so mm-hmm. yes yeah speak kind so words true. it's so true. i know and i'm still working on it so this is me just like iterating it mm-hmm. out loud again yes. for myself yes. we're all working on it everybody's yeah. a work in progress yes. but oh, i love that that's 100%. great advice um i actually have a client that is younger she's in college and so um on our last check check in i was like kaylee's gonna be on because she's like a referral <laughs> from you and so i was like you gotta listen to it so she's in the maintenance phase and stuff and i think she'll love hearing this but especially all of like your younger followers, your followers that are in high school or in college. Um, they'll love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. I hope yeah, so. Especially the fact that you're at, at maintenance, because I know, I know from experience and I know just from having like my daughter who's 18, like and her friends, it's always like eat less, eat less, eat less. And knowing that it's okay to eat more and mm-hmm. to eat at maintenance. And it's okay to stay the same. We don't always have to be chasing skinny all the time. And I think it's going to be encouraging for people to know, like, hey, I'm here, too. I'm I'm going for maintenance, too. Like, I'm not just constantly chasing that deficit all the time. And I think Mm -hmm. that that's going to be really encouraging because I know for a lot of women, even women my age, um, I feel so old. Uh, Mm -hmm. In my age, we still chase that skinny 24-7 all the time. Like, oh, like comparing ourselves to our high school years. Well, I'm never going to look like that again. I've had three kids since then. Like, I'm never going to look like that again. And I shouldn't want my body to look like I did when I was 17, um, 36 now. And so I think that it's going to be encouraging for a lot of people to know, like, it's okay to not always be in a deficit. It's okay to eat more food. It's okay to want to feel strong. And so I'm so happy that you were willing to come and share your story on our podcast today and talk about everything. Um, You are just amazing. And I know that you are just an inspiration to so many people. So thank you all so much for having me. This is such a treat. I've never done a podcast before. Hey, it's really your first time. First one could practice. Like start our own. But um, yes, that's that's a whole work in progress. Yeah, but you yes. should. That would be so much fun. I would I, listen. That, I'll be a big fan there too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would like started the YouTube. We're gradually doing that. So that'll be more longer. Probably me and Bethan just like yeah, chit chatting or whatever. Um Yeah. You should do that. This that would awesome, be so much y'all. fun. Yay. I'm Thank so you all excited. for pouring into me and just yeah, taking all, all the time with me. Well, of course. We just love you and 
Join us next time as another one of our amazing clients talks about her health journey and how she navigates that from the inside out. And until then, stay resilient, stay inspired, and remember there is nothing more powerful than a made-up mind.